Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Think you can swim with the sharks? Talk with Mr. Great White himself, Roy Green. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If I'm doing my time zone thing correctly, it's about an hour and a half before we uh, start to find out how the membership of uh, Wild Rose and the Progressive Conservative Party of Alberta uh, will vote on the amalgamation of the two parties. So, uh, yeah, Brian Jean and uh, Jason Kenney both have been on this program. Be very interesting to see what develops in the province of Alberta. Good luck with those uh, forest fires. Alberta's again dealing with uh, very significant forest fires in uh, the national parks. So uh, every year now, we uh, we have these issues with, with forest fires and many theories about, about why. We're not going to get into that now. We are going to get into, though, the North America Free Trade Act, NAFTA. And uh, it is with, of course, beauties... Catherine Swift, WorkingCanadians.ca, Linda Leatherdale, at Linda Leatherdale, and uh, LindaLeatherdale.com. Is it com or CA? Dot com, right. LindaLeatherdale.com, independent business journalist. And uh, Michelle Simpson, at Michelle Simpson, former Liberal Member of Parliament and former seatmate. You must be tired of my saying that. No, but, I, you know, I find it interesting that some of your listeners don't believe I'm a Liberal. <laughs> oh no, that's 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 for real. Yeah, yeah, surprised. Yeah, you shouldn't be surprised, Michelle. No, no but you know, I, I am a blue liberal. Like, well, listen, there are gradations of every party, right? Yeah. I mean, same with conservatives. There's there's red Tories that are you know you're probably kind of like a red Tory, Michelle. But for whatever Absolutely, reason, you and up. I wear it as a badge of honor. <laughs> well, it, it's interesting. It's interesting that I've been I've been getting emails for some time from people who've questioned when I when I say that Michelle was a seatmate of Justin Trudeau in Parliament, and and the question is, but she's so rational. No, I'm sorry. She she's so yeah rational. Uh, she can't possibly be a liberal. She's she's so against what uh, what we hear Justin Trudeau say. And my response has always been, she's extremely ethical. What I should tell our listeners. Um, in uh, British Columbia, if you don't recall, when we were doing Beauties and the Beast, I think I think uh, Michelle joined us after 2014. Is that am I right about that? That's right. Okay, Michelle was the one member of Parliament who posted all her expenses online, all of them, and for that she was castigated. She was attacked by her own party, by her own party leader, who ordered her to post, not no longer post the expenses online and be like the rest of them. And Michelle's response was, no, why don't you do what I do? And let's be honest with Canadians. For that, she was stripped of her speaking powers or speaking rights in Parliament. They tried to bribe her by offering her a bigger office with a private bathroom. She, oh, the, that bathroom, I'm, I'm amazed that didn't close the deal, you know? Yeah, yeah, well, I, the, yeah that should have been a deal closer. Well, she said, she said no to that. And she has stood... Closer. Not only that, you were also not allowed to say, uh, even acknowledge the fact that you had a uh, two constituents, one a young soldier who died in Afghanistan, 
the other a Toronto police officer who was run over by a madman with a snowplow. Yep. And you weren't allowed to acknowledge those constituents of yours. So I just want people to understand that Michelle Simpson, when they say honorable, she is. And you know what, Roy, to be fair... I don't. I think any political party would have vilified her for doing that. Of course, right? not just liberals. I mean, I'm, oh, yeah. because they all are very secretive about their own expenses and spending, which and is disgraceful. Just it, it pox on all their houses. It's and, awful. and Michelle sent me nine pages, I think it was, yep. of specific instructions on how they should and should not spend uh, their expense money. But a lot of it is done with a wink and a nod. And uh, instead of having uh, taking your spouse, instead of going first class or executive class, you take your spouse and you bump down one level, but you both travel on the taxpayer's dime. Yep. If yep. I remember correctly. Hey, Roy, can I add? Roy, can I add what an honor it was to get the Queen's Diamond Jubilee Medal with Michelle Simpson? Ditto, Linda. <laughs> I for tax crusading and her for her honesty. I often say, didn't we have a campaign, Michelle, for prime minister? <laughs> let's, uh, let's. I'm there. And well, by the way, I got that medal too. I didn't get it at the same time as you guys, but we oh, are all, we all have that in Congratulations. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, I got the previous one too, for what it's worth. <laughs> oh, so you got the golden. Yeah, I got the two. Yeah. Anyway, oh who cares? Really oh, my. <laughs> it's a silly little lapel dangly thing, let's face it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's have, a, let's have a little conversation here about, by the way, I got the gold medal, too. Um, there you go. Let's have a, a little talk about NAFTA. And so we have the President of the United States who said all along that he wants the NAFTA agreement opened and changed because he thinks the United States has not been treated fairly. So we're going to go to the table with the United States. It's going to be Justin Trudeau versus Donald Trump, and we were anticipating what that would be like prior to last November, or certainly bef between November and January. So as far as this NAFTA issue is concerned, Catherine, let me start with you. You're the business person or yeah. former chair of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. Where do you think the focus of the Americans is going to be, and where does the focus of Canada have to be in return? Well, what's really interesting is despite Trump's, uh, you know, inflammatory, sometimes inflammatory talk on this, the U.S. Trade Representative's Office, which is the part of the U.S. government that deals with these issues, released a paper on Monday of this week, past, um, where they were talking about their major goals. And everyone, every, well, everyone who's been commenting, probably from most parts of the political spectrum, have said they are very reasonable, by and large, very reasonable objectives. So I don't know that we should be paying too much attention to Trump's sort of grandstanding but maybe more to what seems to be the real deals. So, you know, again, alarmism, I don't think is that warranted, but we'll see how things unfold. That being said, I just want to mention a few quick, quick things that could be problematic for Canada. Number one is the so-called dispute resolution mechanism, which is known as Chapter 19. <laughs> yeah. silly, silly and technical. But basically, this has been really good for Canada and Mexico because it provides a reasonably balanced, it's not perfect, but a reasonably balanced way of resolving disputes. And, you know, the U, let's face it, the U.S. is the big dog at the table on all of these things, of course, and they can throw their weight around, and this is going to be looked at. And I think both Canada and Mexico need to be worried. Number two, dairy. Dairy, supply management in Canada, a big deal. From my personal standpoint, consumers would win 
if we got some uh, weakening of our supply management, and I know dairy farmers will hate me for saying this, but consumers in Canada pay a lot for dairy and poultry and eggs because of this provision, which is very restrictive on imports. Number three is a wine issue, which, hey, I kind of have a personal interest in, but what can I say? <laughs> it's not a huge deal. Uh, investment in terms of things like the telecommunications industry, very restricted as to foreign investments, and there's some other industries too. That's a question. And finally, this is something that should concern all Canadians, duty-free cross-border shopping. We right now, actually in Canada, we pay duty as consumers at a very low level. Like It's actually punitive to Canadian consumers who shop across the border, and this has become a way bigger issue with, with online shopping, obviously. The U.S. wants to increase the uh, limit uh, under which you can do it duty-free. And I, again, con- consumers would win by this, but of course it would mean Canadians can get more U.S. products duty-free. Anyway, there's, there's a quickie list. Okay, now, uh, now yeah. Michelle, on the issue of uh, politics, because a lot of it is going to have to do with visibility, and it's not about selfies, and it's not about big smiles. It's at the end of the day who's perceived to have uh, defended his position, his country's position, best, and who's going to come out of this looking best. What are the political considerations that, it doesn't matter whether it's Justin Trudeau, I guess it does, I was going to say, it doesn't matter whether it's Trudeau or Harper, or what prime minister it might have been. What, What can Justin Trudeau not afford to have happen? What are the political considerations going into these negotiations? Well, I think... First and foremost, we can't draw a line in the sand. I agree with Catherine. I think there was a lot of bluster for Donald Trump to, uh, you know, kind of cement his base. And he has to be perceived as coming out of this with some wins. So there's a way of doing that. And... uh, I I do think that Justin has the ability with his advisors not to draw that line in the sand. See, you're the only person who can call him Justin in this group. (laughs) Well, I could call him Justy. (laughs) That's going too far. No, I know. I'm sorry. I called him Justin for so long. I apologize. No, 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 no. I respect the office of the Prime Minister. Now, but, yeah, so go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it, but I think it, we can't get alarmed as yet because this isn't going to happen overnight. Mm-hmm. This is going to take a couple of years, I think. To and let's not forget, too, 99% of these agreements happen at the senior bureaucratic level. Yeah. And to be fair to both all countries involved, three in this case, we have some pretty knowledgeable senior bureaucrats, mm-hmm. you know, and they're going in with the nitty-gritty, you know, Clause 3, Extension 55, you know what I mean, all the little nitty-gritty details, mm-hmm. and that's where the real rubber hits the road. Okay, Linda, do you, uh, you wrote about NAFTA a great deal when you were the money editor of the Toronto Sun. You wrote a lot about it, and we're, we're all talking about it. I wonder how many people in Canada, other than the specifics they're interested in, really remember what the details of NAFTA are. Um, uh, you know, understand, we remember what the, you know, their overall is, but what, what are they going to discuss? What do, you, do you think it's going to be necessary for Canada and Mexico, given the challenges that Donald Trump faces uh, at home? M- most of them are 
created by the Democrats, his base, I think, is still solidly behind him, no matter what the polls say. I think his base is still solidly behind him because he's won five special elections in a row since the November 8th win. Is Canada and Mexico going to have to hand something, be willing to hand something to Donald Trump so he can tweet about how fabulously he did? Well, you know, he's got a big ego. And, you but know, is Canada going to have to hand him something, do you think? Well, exactly. But here's the thing. He, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your free trade house down, is what I heard. And from what I'm saying, I think Catherine alluded to it, he's backing off. I think he realizes that Canada in particular, the largest trading partner, we, he needs us um, and we need him. But, yeah, and, and I think I read with great interest, too, that, you know, he wants to have access to more Canadian contracts, Canadian government contracts, but then he wants us, Canadian companies, he's going to do the buy American thing. But I think that this is what I find even more interesting with this, and this goes back to that $10.5 million Kadar payout. Do you realize Gerald Butts and these other guys are tweeting out there that this is going to help because the conservatives have been saying this is a huge payout to a terrorist et cetera, et cetera, that this is going to disrupt the trade talks. Oh, no, Trudeau's, I wanted to ask you about that when we come back, and we'll do it when we we come back, because Mr. Trudeau's been saying, he's been chiding Canadians, particularly the Conservative Party, for raising, he says, raising domestic issues in the United States just before and after. It's not the Conservative Party. I mean, I know Peter Kent wrote a piece that was run in the Wall Street Journal. I understand that. But it's Mr. Trudeau who fired off that $10.5 million check with uh, such alarming speed He's the one who created the dynamic and created the visibility. I was on Phoenix Radio a couple of nights ago uh, talking about this whole thing. But we'll come back with, uh, with Catherine, with Linda, Michelle. By the way, I said very sort of quickly that I received the gold medal. I did. I received the Canadian. I received the gold medal for the Queen's golden anniversary. But yep. I want to specifically thank the Police Association of Ontario who nominated me, and that's why I got it. So we'll come uh, well back deserved. with... Well deserved, right? Thank you. We'll come back with Catherine Swift, who got two of them, Linda Leatherdale and Michelle Simpson. And me, after this. Direct. Hard-hitting. No holds barred. The Rory Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Mark sends an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Roy, I agree with your guest. The Border Services folks should allow credit cards at the border so that people can make verbal declarations and then be charged with a tap of the credit card. Is that going to happen? Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson, they're the beauties. I'm the other part of that equation. Um, Okay, let's look at this. Uh, Mr. Trudeau has repeatedly said that it's the conservatives who are to blame for taking a domestic issue into an international arena, and that domestic issue, which has Americans really upset, like I said, I was on Phoenix Radio for half an hour earlier this this week, uh, has Americans really upset, and that's the $10.5 million check for Omar Khadr. Trudeau have any leg to stand on here, Catherine? Oh, well, I must say I'm kind of conflicted on this in the sense that I think NAFTA is a hugely important issue for Canada. I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. And playing some politics here, which the Conservatives are doing, I I sort of, I have some qualms about. What I also wonder, though, is if the tables were turned, would the Liberals do any different? And I have to say, I don't think they would. 
No. So that's uh, let's that's ask my let's, cynical, let's 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 ask the know, former. That's unfortunate, but that's my cynical assessment, I guess. And and um, on the other hand, though, if the, oh, there's if the, the economist US, on the other hand. Sorry, you know, if, yeah, I'm an economist. <laughs> on the other hand, we're allowed to say that. Um, if 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 anyone really thinks the U.S. wasn't going to be aware of the Qatar thing, <laughs> without people like Peter Kent writing columns and so on, dream on. Yeah, dream let's on. let's let's ask the former Liberal MP, who immediately said no. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so would the party, would the Liberal Party, have done anything differently had it been the Conservatives? Oh, not at all, Roy. They would have done exactly the same thing. And I don't know if it's resonating with the Americans to the degree that we're being led to. Believe. Oh, it is, Michelle. Oh, is it? Oh, yes. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yes. Well, what it, what it does make you wonder, though, is if, if the Trudeau government sees any kind of failure on the horizon they're now kind of setting the stage to blame it on the conservatives, no matter how, you know, true that may or may not be. Yeah. Which is stupid. They have their victims. Did I just say, hear somebody say, which is stupid? That's what I said, Roy. (laughs) I thought so. So, uh, so at the moment then, NAFTA is, is on the horizon. It's not, it's in the, not in the store window specifically right now, but it will be. And uh, President Trump, you give him something maybe just so he can crack his knuckles? Yeah, I think that that's going to be the end of it. But I just want to say one thing. Free trade, fair trade. We need fair trade, too. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole other discussion about the global world right now and uh, the results for consumers. So, yeah, A lot of people don't want to have anything to do with that. Well, you have tainted dog food and um, tainted drywall and auto parts that you know, more recalls. I don't know. I think but, we have to be you know careful. What, Linda, I want to see you know what's trade. interesting. And, and again, I, I know when I was heading CFIB, I heard this from small businesses all the time. We impose more regulations on our domestic businesses than we do on imports. That's so right. If a domestic company was producing the dog food that had the you know garbage in it and stuff, or the toys that had the lead and the paint, you know what? They'd be stomped on. And yet, because we're importing it from China, it does not meet the same standards. That is the real disgrace, to my way of thinking. Have a have a level playing field here. Okay, beauties. That's it for today. Oh, we're gonna miss you, Roy. No, I'm yes. still. I'm still. No, I've got one more week. I know, but we're gonna miss you over the weekend. Okay, but I'm gonna okay. tune in tomorrow for sure. All right. Well, thank you so much, Catherine Swift, Linda Leatherdale, Michelle Simpson. They're the beauties, and I'm the beast. And we do this on Saturday afternoons. Just look at some of the issues that are making headlines in this country and beyond. We'll tell you a bit about tomorrow when we come back.